It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50 pin place here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for listening to us and making us a part of your weekend. This is the weekend edition, and I, unfortunately, because of all the, the Thunder news that's out there, I want to get this published as you're making your way to the peak tonight so you have a chance to listen prior to tip-off, but also try and keep it evergreen enough so you can listen to it tomorrow prior to tip-off as you're making your way to the peak for the Thunder Nuggets game. Thunder Hornets tonight. Thunder Nuggets on Saturday, and tonight is definitely worth the price of admission. If you're not staying home to watch the OU West Virginia game like I am, you are going to do yourself a major disservice if you don't go see the Oklahoma City Thunder play tonight and get your eyes on Kimball Walker, who in his last three games is living in a world of his own. In fact, we're just living in Kimball Walker's world with the way that he's played the last three games Dude has scored 119 points. And what is better than watching a guy go off for a ton of points like Kimball Walker could do, could go off for another 60 tonight, and his team still lose? That's the experience you can tell your grandkids about. I hope you are making your way out to the peak to watch this game. If not, I hope you get an opportunity to go out tomorrow night 
to catch the Denver Nuggets, who are 4-6 and six in their last 10 and will be playing the second of a back-to-back as they play tonight in Denver. In segment number one, we'll talk about who's in, who's out for these next couple of games and who we're going to see more of with both Terrence Ferguson and Hamadou Diallo sitting on the bench. Also, there's somebody else that's still sitting on the bench and that's starting to become worrisome, if not just for the Oklahoma City Thunder, maybe for us as a fan base. We'll talk about who that guy is. Kevin Durant is saying the Golden State Warriors are rejuvenated. I'm going to ask you, are they really rejuvenated? Is what you saw on Wednesday night as the Thunder shellacked GSW, is that a rejuvenated basketball team? And what is that? what did that win mean for Oklahoma City in the standings? We'll touch on all that. So it's a big segment, number one. Segment number two, it's the hug scene around the world, or at least around social media, where I'm going to read too much into Kevin Durant hugging Russell Westbrook. And like many Thunder fans, it's not something I want to see, but if it means KD's coming back to Oklahoma City, I can probably live with it. Even though I don't want KD back in Oklahoma City, if he returns and the Thunder win a championship, I guess all is good. Although I'd still rather win one without him because I'm still pissed off. Also, there was a hot take with the Warriors looking the way they did against Oklahoma City. There was a guy that tweeted out, this is how the Knicks are going to look with Kevin Durant. I disagree with that. I'll tell you why I disagree with that in segment two. And finally, in segment number three, the Thunder have a new affiliate in Kansas City. It's a new radio affiliate. Why the Thunder could own this area of the country, but why they can't ever really be like the Atlanta Braves or the Chicago Cubs, and how they captivated America for a very long amount of time. It wasn't a short amount of time. It was a long amount of time. What do the Thunder lack to get that kind of following that both the Cubs and the Braves did, even though the Thunder have some radio affiliates all over this area of the country. For me, it's a fascinating discussion because it's about, it's about broadcasting, and I hope you enjoy it too. My name's Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm in my sixth season of covering the Thunder. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes. If you like what you hear, you can go to LockedOnThunder.com or LockedOnPodcast.com. We produce new content every single day because we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network and our motto is your team every day. Who's in, who's out for the next couple of games? Well, you know Hamadou Diallo's out. And if you haven't read the news and you're just hearing it here on Locked On Thunder because you've been busy with Thanksgiving and family duties over the last couple of days, Hamadou Diallo is going to be reevaluated in six to seven days. Which is the good news, because after taking that nasty fall against Golden State, I, like everyone else, and, and my tweet was, no, God no, just just freaking no. No, Hamadou Diallo can't be hurt, and he can't have some major career setback injury that, he, that, it, that happened here in Oakland. Just don't want that. Well, luckily, that didn't happen. The bad news is, and we've said this before, and it pertained to Russ, is that when you have a sprain... It's very hard for medical staff to figure out exactly when that sprain is healed. So they rely a lot on players as far as how are you feeling? Are you ready to get back on the court? And more often than not, you will see training staff let guys go. Hey, he feels good enough to be back on the court. We've we've watched him. He doesn't look like he's walking around on it gingerly. And then it's not fully healed. 
you suffer a setback, and then you spend an entire year going in and out of the lineup because you just can't get right. Luckily, with Hamadou Diallo and him being a rookie, or I should say fortunately not to be redundant, with him being a rookie, you're going to see the Thunder staff be ginger with him, more ginger with him than they would, say, a guy like Russell Westbrook. You may not trust Hamadou Diallo as much as you would Russell Westbrook to convey that message about his ankle because he's going to want to get back on the court and prove how good he is, and you just don't need him being any more injured than what he already is. Same with Terrence Ferguson's second-year player, and man, do I feel bad for Ferguson. You get that first game back after being with your wife, having the kid, now you're hurt, you're out. So who's starting tonight? Well, according to Eric Horn of the Oklahoma Oklahoman, that means Timothy Timote Luwa Cabarro is starting. That's Timote Luwa Cabarro. TLC, as everyone affectionately knows him in Oklahoma City, will get the start tonight. If you're a Deontay Burton fan, then you're going to get an opportunity to see him a lot more. Although, after Diallo went out, Burton only played three minutes. Now, I'm thinking since Diallo's going to be out for a while, Burton will get to play a lot more than three minutes over these next couple of games. But remember, two-way contract, there's only so many games he can play with the Oklahoma City Thunder as he bounces back and forth between the Chesapeake Energy Arena and the Cox Convention Center across the street playing for the Blue. Also, since I'm a big Raymond Felton fan, I would think Raymond gets a lot more playing time you could switch Dennis Schroeder to the two-guard, have Raymond come out, run an offense where you've got Raymond, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Dennis Schroeder on the court at the same time, and then maybe Steven Adams is your five or Jeremy Grant's your five and you go small, but Billy Donovan's got to be creative. He has to, and the good thing with the Oklahoma City Thunder is they're very athletic, they're extremely versatile, and they're guys that you can put just about anywhere on the court, save for Steven Adams and Nerlens Noel, those are about the only two guys that you can't move to different positions on this team. You can do it with Jeremy Grant. Uh, I guess you really can't do it with Alex Sabrinas, which brings me to Alex Sabrinas. And sorry about that. No, you really can't. I mean, Alex Sabrinas is a two-guard. I guess in a pinch, he's a guy that could play three. Alex Sabrinas is still out with that illness, which is starting to bother me because, one, how sick is he? What did he get? And is there a chance we may not see him on the court for another few days? And that's that that's worrisome. Just how sick is Alex Sabrinas? That that kind of clicks in the back of my mind. All that being said, even with Alex Sabrinas being out and me being very concerned about his health, young players having an opportunity to play is nothing but a good thing for Oklahoma City. Thunder go out, shellac Golden State on Wednesday night, but for me it felt like half a win. No to Marcus Cousins, which I don't even know if I really count that because we haven't seen Cousins with the team all year long, so we don't know how good or how bad they're going to be with DeMarcus Cousins, how long it'll take him to adjust. Although with his ability to do the things that he does, they should be better. No Draymond Green, and most importantly, no Steph Curry, who, thank the Lord, was not hurt in a car accident today in the uh, in the Oakland area. It just, that wasn't Golden State. It was a team wearing Golden State jerseys, but it wasn't Golden State. It's a nice win over Kevin Durant, but it's still, I didn't walk away with that feeling of, wow, we really stuck it to those guys. The Thunder really got up and beat Golden State. No, it was more like, eh, Thunder beat the Warriors. Okay, 
whatever. Move on. Let's go to Charlotte. Let's play them next. Let's get ready for the upcoming game with, with Denver. It was just one more notch on the belt. And Kevin Durant is saying that the Warriors are rejuvenated after what happened with Draymond Green. And they've gone through this four-game losing streak. That did not look like a rejuvenated team to me. And Kevin Durant's fooling himself. What that was on Friday night or Wednesday night, sorry, my days are screwed up with the holidays, is a team that was simply going through the motions. A, a team that looked like they were playing in the dog days of January at the end of a four-game road trip, not playing at home, and certainly not playing the team that has been a pain in their butt the last few years, or at least the team they get up for the most. It just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same kind of game that you want. And when when I when I see Oklahoma City play Golden State, what I want is everybody to be healthy because I really dislike those guys. Yes, you had Kevin Durant. Yes, you had Klay Thompson. But I still want Draymond and Steph out there because I just love watching OKC beat them. And I felt like I was robbed of that on Wednesday. It's a nice win, but it still feels ultimately kind of hollow. As far as Russ goes, I thought Russ played a pretty good game uh, for coming back over these uh, last couple and uh, getting himself healthy and, and ready to go. Russ talked after the game about being healthy, about Dennis Schroeder, about so many other things with the Oklahoma City Thunder, Hamadou Diallo, and here it is on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Defense, how much of an impact does that have to be able to get downhill? And then I mean, it's big. It's tough, but you never know who's going to do it. Obviously, this has been kind of a, a crazy week, and you have guys go down tonight. What was the key to just staying steady throughout the, the 48 minutes? Uh, just having each other's back. We're a family here. We've got to have our brothers back. That's what we want to do. Come ahead, but just being able to stuff. So we see if two guys go down like that the same time. I mean, obviously, any time one of your teammates, your brothers go down. Me personally, quickly, you know, pray for them. Give them the strength to be able to get back healthy, whatever it is, and maybe secondly, just bring your group together. And, uh, that's the most important point. Russ, first of all, congrats on the new Warriors, man. Um, second, talk about your defense tonight. You guys really got into them and forced them into tough shots, especially in the first half. And then weathered that storm. Talk about what you guys did to really take them up their offense. Um, that's what we, we, we rely on, man, our defense. We defend at a high level every night. And I've said this since day one. We're going to fail. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, we do it every night. Uh, Russ, I know after that game, you said it wasn't on Dennis in Sacramento. What do you think of that about just his response tonight? It's going well, man. Uh, he's aggressive in big plays. Uh, going to basketball. We're a different team. Man. Miss or make. Uh, don't have a nice minute shot. That's normal. That's the game of basketball. But tonight, uh, he was aggressive in the shot. Doug Green, there is a defensive presence. Was the game plan to kind of score the paint as much as possible tonight? Um, just playing our game. I mean, regardless of who's playing, uh, me personally, I don't. I'm always get to the paint. So, uh, it's not a, about who's playing. That, that's a, our team. Dennis gets to the paint. Myself, Pete. Um, we just got to make plays. And there's some things you were noticing throughout the game that allowed you to kind of were able to hunt opportunities for Steven, for Dennis, for PG later on as the game yeah. developed. Yeah, man. Um, my job is to see the game, read the game. The game will tell you what you need to do. Uh, as a quarterback, my job is to facilitate uh, and have control of the game, and that's what I'm trying to do.
If you haven't looked at the Western Conference standings, the Oklahoma City Thunder just one game out of first place behind the Memphis Grizzlies, who are number one right now. If the if this that 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 cliche, if the season ended today, the Memphis Grizzlies would be your number one seed. GSW would be the five. How about Portland, Los Angeles, Denver, the Lakers, and Houston? All kind of finishing out your top eight, and that's not in the exact order, but ah, still waiting for Utah and Minnesota to turn it around. And Golden State, we know they'll ultimately be number one, but the Thunder, as I've said all year long, would be the third best team in the West. They're really starting to play like it, and even through all the injuries, have gotten so many contributions from so many different players on this team. You can't help but be confident with the way things are going, if they can just stay healthy and keep avoiding these injuries, which they haven't done, but knock on wood, maybe it's all happening now, and towards the end of the year, this will be the most healthy team going into the playoffs. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, we hear from Paul George and discuss that icky hug. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Locked On Sooners will be back tomorrow as we discuss the OU West Virginia game and hopefully OU going to the Big 12 championship in a rematch with the Texas Longhorns. You can get Locked On Sooners and Locked On Thunder both at LockedOnPodcast.com. That's LockedOnPodcast.com. You can subscribe on Apple iTunes. There's Google, Stitcher, Alexa, Spotify, all different ways to get the podcast. And we're all part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day it was the hug that went around social media and it was icky it's gross if i can just say that going back to my days in actually i really can't ever remember a time that i thought it was gross to hug a girl like i'm dead serious like maybe when i was like three four but by the time i was in first grade i'm like yeah man i totally take a hug from girls but it was icky to see kevin durant and Russell Westbrook hug after that game. And I was I was with the guy who put it out on Twitter. Like, Russ, knock that crap off. Don't do that again. Don't hug Kevin Durant. The only reason Russell Westbrook needs to be hugging Kevin Durant is if KD is going to return to Oklahoma City. Other than that, I just want these two to hate each other. And in fact, I still don't want Kevin Durant back in Oklahoma City. I keep thinking that I'm warming up to the idea. And every time... I come to grips with it. It's like, okay, he can come back. He can win a championship. All No, can't do it. Just cannot. I cannot find it in my heart to forgive Kevin Durant. And that, that says a lot about me as a person. There's a lot of shortcomings there. There's a lot of things that I need to get over. And I was reminded this week that 
yes, you lost Kevin Durant, but Seattle lost the team. I, I understand that. But no, I, I don't want him coming back. I don't want him and Russ to be friends. I want that hate, that dislike, that whatever to always be there. That being said, you see stuff like that, and that can only add the rumor mill. I still feel Durant ends up with the Knicks, that he's not he's just not staying with Golden State. I don't know if that can be more clear now. I don't know if it'll be more clear at the end of the year than it is now, but right now, he's not staying with Golden State. And somebody tweeted out, and this was a guy that had a blue check mark. I wish I remembered his name. I'll tell you how good his tweet was. I can't even remember his name. But he said that what you saw Wednesday with GSW was a preview of Durant with the Knicks. I'm not buying that. Yeah, the Knicks have a depleted roster, but I also feel because it's New York, and yes, that still is a big deal, and because Kevin Durant goes there, there will be key free agents follow KD to the Knicks, plus they've got a lot of salary cap room, so they should be able to upgrade their roster pretty quick. And what you would have is a team that at absolute worst absolute worst with Kevin Durant and a couple of other dudes would be right in the middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference. Would they win the East? Well, a lot of it depends on Kyrie. Kyrie goes to the Knicks, then yeah, I would say they would be one of the favorites to win the East unless Milwaukee continues to grow, Philadelphia continues to grow, and then there's Toronto, who's a huge question mark because of Kawhi Leonard whom everybody is convinced is going to go join the Los Angeles Lakers. Kevin's not going to go to the Lakers to play with LeBron. He's not going to stay at GSW to hang out with Draymond one more year, and he's probably not coming back to Oklahoma City because he probably just doesn't want to play second fiddle to Russell Westbrook. But I believe the product that the Knicks can put together is going to be a lot better than the product the GSW puts together. But, but Rush, you got to quit hugging this guy, man. If y'all want to be friends, that's great. Just don't let any of us know about it. Let me live. Let me live with that that blind eye or those blind eyes that, that really honestly believe y'all two dislike each other. And as far as playing against Kevin Durant goes, Paul George likes it. And here is PG on that, among other things, on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Hard on himself after the Sacramento game. Did you notice anything from him tonight, just in terms of aggressiveness or anything like that, that, that helped him? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's it just is what it is. You know, some games it's not going to be your night. Uh, everybody wants to make every shot, you know, they take, but some nights it's not going to be the case. Uh, I don't think he did anything extra. Uh, you know, Dennis can score the ball. One one of my better shooters on this team, he can score. That's that's. I don't think he was pressing to, you know, have a better game, and, and you know he just came out. He played his game. He saw the ball go in early, and he stayed aggressive. Well, can you talk about defending Kevin Durant? Obviously, you guys are some of the best players in the world here, but coming out here, Oracle Arena, defending Kevin Durant, trying to make things difficult. What is the key for you to try? You know, you're not going to stop Kevin Durant. Obviously, he's one of the best offensive players in the world. What is the key, and what do you try to do to make it difficult on him on the offensive? And even if they're playing offense in these guarding you. I mean, you just, you know, you just try to be there. You try to, you know, just don't let anything just be uncontested. Um, it's not like you're going to stop him. KD's a shot maker, not a shot taker. He's, he's contested or not, he's going to make it. Um, you know, it's really tough that he can just shoot over anybody in this league. Um, but, you know, you just try to stay in front of him. You try to, you know, be physical, make it as tough as possible. Um, then on the other end, you, you know, we're we going to go after him. We're going to go after him. Um, 
it's always fun. It's always an honor and a pleasure to play against Kate. We have fun. We have fun doing what we do. Well, the last two guys, the last two coaches you guys have seen, Jaeger said he felt like you're at peace when he watches you play this year. And Kerr tonight said, you know, there's a sense that it matters that you're in here in your second year. Do you get a sense of what you're putting off there when you watch yourself play? If you watch the film, do you see a more comfortable player? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, and, and I feel like I, this is you know, where I belong. Uh, I do feel comfortable. I do feel at ease. Um, and I feel like, you know, the game is slowed down. I know the pace. I know the tempo. I know this, this locker room. You know, so I do feel a lot better once I'm out there on that court. Does, do you feel like that leaks out to your teammates too? Do you feel like they're feeling you feel feel comfortable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, you know, I think Russ feels it. I think you know the chemistry me and Steve-O have. He knows I'm comfortable out there. Um, those guys are looking to set me up, looking to get me going. Um, you know, it's, there's there's no um, no trial error this year. You know, we, we know we know one another. Um, we believe in one another, and we behind one another. So. Those guys got my back, and um, that definitely, you know, since day one helped me get comfortable. But um, having a year under my belt with these guys, um, you know, this is home. This is this is where I believe. And that's really come alive in the last few games, and it's another reason why the Thunder are going to be so deadly. And as we watch this team come together, get healthy, Paul George continues to get more comfortable than what he is right now. Russell Westbrook continues to figure out where he fits in, and Dennis Schroeder as well, then this team can't help but be good. And they really honestly can't help talent-wise and skill set-wise be one of the top three teams in the Western Conference. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Why the Thunder can own an area of the United States, but unfortunately they can't really be like the Cubs or the Braves. We'll talk about that next on the Locked on Thunder podcast. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Locked On Sooners will be back tomorrow as part of the Locked On Podcast Network at LockedOnPodcast.com. We'll talk about the OU West Virginia game and hopefully talk about OU going to the Big 12 Championship game to get a second crack at Texas. For more on OU and the Thunder, it's LockedOnSooners.com, or it's actually just Locked On Sooners. We don't have a .com. There's no website, but it's LockedOnPodcast.com for Locked On Sooners. Subscribe on Apple iTunes. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe on Stitcher, Alexa, Spotify, and Google. 
You can listen to the podcast there, and you can subscribe to Locked On Thunder, pretty much all the same places. And there is a website for the Thunder. That's LockedOnThunder.com. And after the uh, Denver game, we will have video from both players and coaches for you to consume on Locked On Thunder. Uh, Speaking of the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is what we talk about every single day on this podcast... The Thunder have a brand new radio affiliate. It's 1600 KWOD in Kansas City. And one of the really cool things about about doing this podcast is I have found that there are Thunder fans all over the country. In particular, you've got fans in Kansas. You've got fans in Missouri. I would assume there's there's a decent amount of fans in Iowa, although close enough to Minnesota and the T-Wolves have been around long enough. Also, you're close enough to, to Illinois and Chicago. There are probably some Bulls fans. But there's an area here that the Thunder can really carve out an ownership of. And I understand what Kansas City... Now, Kansas City's a little fascinating to me. I'm going to get off topic here for a second. The Thunder taking ownership of Kansas City is a little bit fascinating to me, and I know the Royals and the Thunder have have kind of partnered. Uh, you know, the Royals, Oklahoma City's baseball team, uh, the Thunder, Kansas City's basketball team. But Kansas City is really upset, still furious, and maybe even more than Seattle, that we have the Thunder and they didn't get them because they felt like the sprint center, the market size, everything was going for them. The fact that they had had NBA basketball before, professional basketball before, that the NBA should have sided with them, not Oklahoma City. Here's what I say to Kansas City. You've got the Chiefs. You've got the Royals. Quit your complaining. Just up the street, you've got the Blues and the Cardinals. This is is ours. Let us have ours. And why don't you just embrace the Thunder and root for them the way several people in Oklahoma City Root for the Chiefs and the Royals. Are they as popular as the Cowboys and the Rangers? No, but they're still pretty darn popular. And the only thing that's keeping the Thunder from having a little bit more of a national brand, now I will say this, the Thunder do have an international, worldwide brand, especially when you look at New Zealand and Australia, and we get a lot of people from those countries to listen there. China, they're popular, and a lot of that has to do with Stephen Adams. But the thing that's keeping the Thunder from really taking ownership of this area of the country, the way the Braves did the South, and the way the Cubs kind of did America, is you don't have super stations anymore. When I was growing up, you had WTGA, which became WTBS, owned by Ted Turner, and it was on cable systems all across America. But it was a local station. It wasn't what it is now, which is essentially a network playing a bunch of syndicated shows that you see that you've seen on NBC or you've seen on CBS. It was playing some stuff out of Japan. You had the Braves, you had the Hawks. So you had a window to Atlanta. Same with WGN. It's not like it was now. It was all this great local television. And you don't have that. You don't have those super stations. So you don't get the reach that you once do. Everybody's got to have the package. That's the other thing. You didn't have to have a Major League Baseball package or an NBA package to watch the Bulls or the Hawks when I was growing up. They were just on TV if you had the right cable package. Well, now you've got to buy you know, NBA ticket. You've got to buy Major League Baseball extra innings, etc. in order to get all this programming. The other thing that you've got to have, and I think the Thunder broadcast team is fantastic. 
But the other thing you've really got to have to capture everybody's imagination is a dynamic broadcast team. And if they're not dynamic, then they've got to have something about them that just relates to people the way that Harry Carey did on a more human level, which I don't know that that so many play-by-play guys do that anymore because a lot of them, they're hired by the team, they're paid by the team, and unfortunately, the personality gets taken out of it because the team doesn't want you to do anything that would embarrass them and anything that can be considered slightly embarrassing for you or them usually results in you losing your job. And that's not just a thunder problem. That's a corporation. We're running it. We want to control the message issue that's just going on in sports now, period. Not even in professional sports, but sports, period. So while the Thunder can own an area, unfortunately, they're limited into how big they can be unless they continue to win at a very high level the way Golden State is now, and then you just garner fans because you're you're winning championships. And yes, I still say this is the year of Steven Adams, and he's going to help the Thunder brand tremendously. That wraps up this episode of Locked on Thunder. I'm Eric G. We'll be back on Monday to talk about Charlotte and Denver, and we'll take a look ahead to the other games this week. By the way, Trey Young coming into town next week. Get your tickets for that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. saying, everybody love everybody. May God bless you and your family. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 